Hello and welcome back to the Bring 'em It podcast. Hello. Hi. That's my new intro. I've decided from oh. now. I, like I think it. I think you've done that every single time we've been on it. No, I don't. I don't no, go hi. Oh, that's Tom actually. No, I go. Bonjour. You go. No, he, no, he, no, he goes okay. bye. Okay. Right. Anyway, so we're continuing on the Smack series. Um, <laughs> so. Um, but I think after last week, we decided we were just going to do it based on quality rather than making it really, really complicated because even I struggled to follow it. You might want to quickly explain what Smack is just in case someone's listening to this and not. Uh, well, Smack is, to be fair, Smack in horror films is not problematic. So I'm already feeling, you know, a bit pretty. Uh, that's promising. Um, so it's basically Snog, Marry, Avoid, but with two added elements so that it would be like a known brand thing. And it's, and it's not based on looks or anything like that. Obviously, that it's nothing work. to do with. Well, it doesn't work with horror films. No, I know. I was about to say that. But I'm yeah. so glad. I'm so glad we did actresses first, just so there could be maximum confusion. Um, but yeah, we just the only reason we did that first is we thought, oh, we wouldn't need prep for that because we know actors and stuff. Like we, we, what we wanted to do for this was start watching films a bit more, um, especially classics, and just catch up on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're doing horror films. Uh, the order now is going to be. And I've decided this. I've made the executive decision uh, to go with. I'm going to make marry first, obviously, but I'm going to go cuddle is higher than snog because you don't cuddle everyone, whereas you'd snog. I feel like most people snog more people in their life than they cuddle. So but that's just but, how. But during a, a snog, a lot of the time, there is a bit of cuddling involved. Mm. Is there not? It's sort of a cuddle while snogging. I wouldn't say so. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's it. It can be a sort of embrace at the same time. Yeah, I wouldn't describe it's quite, it. It's quite rare. As a cuddle, there's, 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 cuddle, there's cuddle elements to it. It's like when we talk about horrors and, and uh, thrillers. <laughs> there's, ele- there's elements, imagine, but I don't think it's outright. Imagine no, us okay. just doing like a little head count at Pop World and just going like, um, excuse me, um, couple, are you, uh, are you cuddling? <laughs> or is it just a snog? Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think that quali- quite qualifies as a cuddle. Um, yeah, Henry, I think you were right. I think there's more snogs and cuddles in this. Club. They'll they'll, um, <laughs> they'll be looking at you like out. they'd look, be looking at you like the head teacher from In Between Us mm. when he's kissing Will's mum. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, a cuddle that lasts all afternoon is still only one cuddle, so that's still less. It's still part of a more exclusive club. So anyway, cuddle. So I'm going to put them in order actually, just so it makes it easier. So. We're going marry, uh, cuddle for second place, uh, snog for third place, uh, and then we're going, you know, viciously into avoid and kill. Viciously. Uh, so it no longer it no longer spells out smack, but it would do if we rearranged it. Um, so how should we do it this week? Um, Who knows? I, I think I'll go first this week because I went last last week. I think. Or maybe I went last. I, I think know. I think I went last last week. But okay. I mean, but, I, but I definitely didn't go first. So I'll go. Actually, no. Maybe I did. I think I did go first. Someone else go. Why don't I go first? Tom goes first. There we go. Yeah. So these um, I'm saying them. You mean like I'm? I'm you're saying them. yeah. You're saying yeah, the films. Okay. We basically tried to pick out five of the. Um, like a joint of our favorite films that we know the per- other person's favorite film um, combined with the films that we've watched recently to try and sort of spice it up a bit. So, Ongawa. Did you say On Guard? Ongawa means like keep going. Ah, oh, I thought you said On Guard. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so for Rory, your Type picks it. 
are the one you watched yesterday, Wreck. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods. Oh. Army of Darkness. Oh. From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh. And The Vavitch. Nice. Those are like what I would have thought of. Yeah, I thought I went for like little, I went for out there ones, you know. So I've got, so I've got to marry first. Uh, Oh God, that's not, that's just not how you do it in real life, would you? You'd snog someone before you married them. Yeah, you'd probably cuddle them as well. This is tough. You definitely wouldn't kill them first as well. No. You (laughs) don't kill them, then avoid them, then snog them. (laughs) Oh God. That is a decomposer. That's a a Bundy idea of how to do it. Um, Right. I will marry. Oh, uh... <laughs> that's so intentional. That's just that's what he sounds like, Henry. That's my that's my thinking, though. you don't remember yeah. hearing me in the library at school? Yeah, and the exams. <laughs> and then you hear the t- t- typing on the keyboard as well because he couldn't write with his hands. Why? Why have you just fucking done that? <laughs> so what you, Rory, what did your scribe look like? Yeah, right. <laughs> If we had to do, if we had to do swimming exams, you would drown, Tom. Bitch. <laughs> um, right, not very good, so you can kind of tack on to me as well. Okay, uh, back to the matter at hand. I would, yeah. I, I think I'd marry from dusk till dawn. Um, mm. Not because it's like you've not given me a selection of like the horriblest horror movies, so I'm no. sort of going off like what means the most to me. And I remember watching From Dust Till Dawn when I was a kid with my dad, which probably wasn't very advisable Not for a parent to, film, go, yeah. to show that. Um, but the the flip in the middle of that film is just one of the most unexpected yeah, and amazing oh, things in, in like film history, I think. Yeah. Um, it's not like the most amazing film ever. It's definitely like a B movie. But the first like half of that film is very much like a pretty serious thriller. And then it just goes absolutely batshit after. And um, it's just one of the most fun horror films I've seen. Yeah. So I go for that because I could go back and watch that anytime. I rewatched the clip where the guy outside goes, snapping pussy, apple <laughs> pussy all the time. Oh, fuck. I remember that so much. I remember watching that at yours and we were cracking up at that line. It's just fantastic 12 year old yeah. humour. Yeah, it really, <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah, so I'll go for that. Uh, cuddle. So this is like the most consistent, probably... No, no, we're not doing that anymore. Oh, is this just like... I, just I quite just like basically ranking them. It's just right, ranking. oh, okay, right, okay. Um, I'll go for Cabin in the Woods, because oh, that film plays on horror tropes so well. It's funny. Mm. Uh, all the different monsters that come in are like... It's great costume design, and it's actually genuinely scary at points. Um, yeah. And I love the ending of that film as well. It's just like, a, again, sort of a twist on it. You don't expect what happens to happen. Oh, no, I think I can spoil it, can't I? It's, it was came out ages ago. Yeah. The fact that they both just decide, fuck it, the Earth's done. <laughs> We're not going to die here. Fuck yeah. this <laughs> stupid building, all these rules. Like, this is it. You're done for. And then that big monster bursts out of the volcano. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's like Josh Whedon at his best i think that yeah, and the avengers and stuff that's the only yeah. one i've seen actually out of all of these really really yeah 
What do you I, think I've seen here? Because like I've definitely never talked. Yeah, about that's it. a good point. Actually, I don't I suppose they are. Now I don't think he would have seen any. I'm surprised he's seen rogue. that one. Did you watch yeah. that mine, Henry? Did I watch what? Cabin in the Woods at my house. Um, cool. I'd be surprised. I've been to your house like, I mean, well, whatever house you've ever been at, I've been at probably once or twice each. Oh, okay. So sure. unlikely. He, I think I've probably watched it at home or uni. He is my friend, guys. I, I don't just not let him around. Um, we just keep fucking hopping about. What <laughs> you were going to say? We just keep fucking. That does change everything. <laughs> yeah. Twice at every house. <laughs> we always have to. Well, that's why we can't be friends. <laughs> but, uh... Right. Um... What are you snogging? Which film are you snogging? I will snog. Uh, oh, this this is hard now because I really like all three of these films. Um, yeah, you got to think about which one you got to avoid and kill. Right, so I think for the the sort of atmosphere and the setting it creates, I can't not snog Witch or Vivi Vich, the Vivich, because it's generally one of the most like creepy and uncomfortable films I've seen in a long time. Mm. Um, who's the director? It's the guy who did Northman. Oh, uh, yeah. Jesus. And The Lighthouse. I fucking love this director as well. Robert Eggers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he just seems, he creates like this, the, 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 he creates this film where throughout the whole thing, you can't really just sit and calmly watch it yeah. because there's strange sort of noises in the background. The music's like shrill and harsh. All the characters are weird and they all speak in like old timey English. So there's not really a connection you can draw with any of them other than um, Anya Taylor-Joy's character. And that's mainly just because you feel sorry yeah. for her throughout. I was, I was thinking as well, just out of these films, I think it's the one with the best performances in it as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I think out of all of these, it's the most dramatic. Yeah, like, it's the most, it's like, the most standard, serious. Yeah, most like standard horror, probably. Mm. Um, yeah, and the ending of that film still kind of gives me nightmares a bit i found it so creepy yeah. um so yeah i'll give that a little snog a little smooch uh <laughs> right and then avoid i'm gonna have to avoid army of darkness uh mainly because like it's good and it's fun but it's not really a horror film and it's not as good as the other yeah. three to be honest like um it's good it's like the b movie of evil dead turned up to 100 yeah um and it's a cool idea. It's just not like, it's not like a ten out of ten film. I don't know why I had it in my head that that was your favourite of the original three. I think Evil Dead Two is, to be honest. Okay, well, but, um, I'll ch- okay, well, it's too late now. But I meant no, to it's fine. your favourite. I did really used to like it. It might have been my favourite when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's great moments in it as well, like the um, when he falls down the well and someone throws him the chainsaw and the shotgun down. <laughs> and he catches him on boat on his stump and his arm. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Campbell's awesome. He needs that's to sharpen film as well. stuff, and that's a good thing. That was something. Yeah. So I can go straight onto the last one with this. Wreck, which was pretty good, was very short, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, it's one hour and fifteen minutes, um, and it does the like the Blair Witch Project found footage stuff pretty well. Um, yeah. I hadn't seen it done 
uh, in like the setting they did it in where they were all they were just closed in this building and contained because there was an outbreak of it's basically they're basically zombies um but the way they did it where this camera crew was filming is like uh they sealed off the front door and you saw all these like medical shutters come down i thought that was really well done yeah um it's not the script isn't like airtight. There is some weird stuff in it. Uh, it might be partly because it's in Spanish and the language doesn't come off as well in the subtitles, but there was a few bits where I was like, why are they talking like that? That's just, just odd. Mm. Um, but the action in it is awesome. And the scene at the end with where they're in the, have you seen it, Tom? Um, I've seen quarantine, which is the American remake of it. It's probably similar. They're in like a penthouse at the top where like the original patient zero of the outbreak is yeah. and um, all the lights go out in the building and the guy has to like use his night vision on his, his camera to f- figure out where this zombie is in the room with them. And it's genuinely really scary. I don't know if that had been done in films prior to this because it came out in 2007, yeah. but it was really well done in this and I've seen it a lot in films after. It kind of reminded me of uh, the bit at the end of Silence of the Lambs with Clarice and Buffalo oh, Bill. Well, yeah. When he's got the night vision goggles on. Yeah. Yeah. But it was more visceral, obviously, because it was in first person. So there was a lot to like about this film, but I'm still going to kill it because it's not as good as the others. Fair enough. It's, it's so funny what you say about, um, about things not translating well across languages because... Like one of the things watching Attack on Titan that got to me because I watched it, we, me and uh, Tom watch it in uh, Japanese, is that when um, they they use words like they go, "Oh, Erin has excellent resolve," <laughs> and like obviously in Japanese that probably makes like they use that word a lot more, but in English I think that probably does still make sense, but it's just such a weird. Are they, sentence. I think they change stuff like that to like Erin's pretty tough. It probably yeah. doesn't doesn't come off as well, but like. That's what makes sense in English. Yeah, it's just it's so, it's so funny that you I kind of sit there and accept it like, oh, I haven't really used the word resolve much. Uh, and then I think, oh, hang on, it's probably just weird translation. So but it takes me such a long time to realise that. Yeah. But, well, um, do you want to need... go, Thomas? Do you want me to, sorry, I, just I quickly, just do you want me to write out? Oh, yeah, well, no, um, don't matter. I don't know if we're going to tweet it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I so, wait. Sorry. So, shall I do for Tom, or do you want to go? Uh, Tom asked for me, because I'm pretty sure I went last, last time. So. Yeah. Okay. Do you mean Rory? Wait. Rory. Oh, yeah, Rory asked for me. Yeah, because I'm doing Tom, aren't I? Yeah. So, I go, yeah? Or you yeah. go? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, you go. Right. <laughs> it's just confusing. Right. Uh, so, for you, Henry, I've got Scream, Evil Dead Rise, Apostle, 28 Days Later, and Smile. I knew okay. 28 days would be in there. I nearly put it in for Rory. Um, I was going to say this while Rory was doing it, um, but uh, I reckon we go bottom to top. I think it's maybe slightly more suspenseful and get into the Probably. worst film of the lot. Um, yeah, Rory, just say yours again quickly. <laughs> just the other way around. Because yeah. I just I can't quite do it. I can't quite understand. Just <laughs> when when you get to edit him, play my bit backwards. That'll help yeah. everyone. Uh, could you type it out, Rory, by the way? Because I kind of oh. remember, but it's easier if I can visualise it. Okay. Uh... Um, I think I already have an idea, though, but it will help if I hear. It'll help if I see it. Um... If I see it. Okay, so there's two at the bottom that I'm thinking of. I'll confirm once I've definitely seen the list in case there's one I've forgotten. 
but so I watched a po- apostle yesterday, and apostle. and that was you don't pronounce apostle. The T. Yeah, you don't. Oh, do you not? I've actually yeah. never heard the word said in real life. Really? I oh, guess I was well. just not in that crowd. Think but... of it like castle. Yeah, but um, okay. So ooh, this is actually it's actually very difficult when you think about it because some of these were amazing experiences, and then some of them were were quite good experiences that grew on me. Um, and I think you can probably tell um, from when, how I've spoken about them. But um, so. Apostle, um, I watched last night and it was very, very different. And that was, I always appreciate different. That's not just confusing and stupid. There were moments where it was a bit confusing and stupid. And I mm-hmm. think there was a supernatural element in there that kind of didn't really, I, I think, I mean, obviously it affected the plot, but you could have had the same scenarios without it, I'd say. It, it um, kind of it got hinted at at random throughout the film, and then it just suddenly happened at the end. And it was yeah. suddenly central. And I just think sometimes, like it would have been more interesting to just see human corruption mm. uh, than than having the supernatural element. Even though the only real scary part of the whole film was uh, involving that character, mm. uh, the the supernatural character, and I'm talking about the one where it emerged from the water. That was a great Aquaman. scene. <laughs> um, yes, Aquaman does that too, Tom. Mm. Do you remember what scene I'm talking about, Rory? I can't remember if Tom's watching it. But... I think so. I think I know what you're talking about. It's very, been a while since I watched it, it. Very creepy. And But I did think overall, Michael Sheen was good. Michael Sheen was probably one of the highlights, but I think, I don't know who the lead, I can't remember the lead, uh, the lead's name, but he was so good. He's I excellent, thought. yeah. Um, and I had n- heard nothing about him ever. He has a very... Um, like harsh British actors, very, very, um, like what's it? What's the word for when it's like you call it proper English, but that's kind RP, of not what you say. RP. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, he he was like a proper, like his um his acting. First of all, his character was great because he was one of those characters in horror. It frustrates me when most of the horror scenes, it, it kind of just ha- stuff happens to them. So they'll be mm. sitting in their room with a flickering candle, and shit happens to them. I like the fact that he kind of went and did proactive stuff. And that was where the tension was because he was quite reckless and he was kind of sort of trying to get stuff done. And the danger was that he'd stumble across something rather than all stuff's just happening. Like all the, the devil's playing with him. Like that's why I can't just, I can't get used to films horror films that are like that Mm. where they all just, they're all sitting there like playing games with them because I find that so like samey nowadays. So I like that. The fact that he was proactive character uh, and he was obviously his acting was phenomenal, especially sort of the fact that he was withdrawing from 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 that sort of pipette of um, I think he had, he was had like an opium addiction. Oh yeah, um, and he was very good in that because I was like very intrigued. Uh, but I think it's going dead bottom for me <laughs> uh, overall. Even though I talked about the qualities, uh, it, it did feel like a bit of a mess because of that supernatural mm. element. A bit of a mess, not a huge mess, like something like my Midsummer or something. But it was just, yeah, it, it, it was definitely, it had as many faults or average things as it had good things. I think, And it that, also wasn't scary and that annoyed me. That film um, had, had some of the most like visceral gore I've seen in a horror film as well. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, yeah, it was definitely, um, it didn't make it too dramatic. It was just horrible. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was fair enough. I, but I'm just, I, I, I heard Apostle was one of the scariest horror films ever. And I was like, Oh, is that, 
is that just one of those stupid articles that comes out and that's like I don't oh, know, it's all marketing, isn't it? Like, scariest film released on Netflix. People someone, can't watch. Someone dies or gets a heart attack and everyone's like, oh, well, I reckon I could probably survive it. <laughs> yeah. they go and watch it. Um, so, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's probably the easiest last ever. The most difficult one here, I think, is between Smile and Scream. Two things you can do with your mouth. <laughs> yeah. And also, opposites. You well, could unless, do well. well, unless unless it's me and Rory. Me and Rory time. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> For God's sake. Um, but. So... <laughs> we never do it for 28 days straight, though. That's that's, nah. that's a fact. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Smile, I enjoyed more at the time. Uh, Scream, I liked. Uh, but then it grew on me a little bit more when I sort of thought about certain things. You know, watched certain videos on it. Mm. Uh I, I, I think I'm going to have to put Smile at a void just because even though I, re- I really enjoyed Smile at the time, again, it's one of those films I haven't really thought about since. It was a cl- it, Smile was a classic horror film. When, when I say classic, I mean modern classic. Like it, it, it sort of, it fits in fairly well with modern horror films, mm. but it was one of the better ones. Um, it was scary, especially, like it was actually scary quite often. Yeah. Um, as a horror, it might be better than Scream. Uh, Scream was a better film, though it had definitely, it definitely had more like it, it made. Did that you had to do some more mental gymnastics to sort of with the filmmaking and the the ideas that it had to mm. push certain things along. Uh, sort of the the slight meta ness of it, um, and also the final the final reveal um, of the killers. I thought was expertly done in terms of acting yeah. above everything. Did you know uh, who was the killer before? Because when I watched it, I yes, knew, unfortunately, yeah, I'd seen so many clips of it that I knew who it was. But I do wonder how good it would have been seeing that unfold for the first time and not knowing anything about it. Unfortunately, like um, scary movie, just kind of eviscerated everything mm. because it, it it literally took every single possible thing that might have been serious about an already spoofy kind of film, yeah, and made it a joke. But I still enjoyed it, so credit to it. So I'd have that as snog. Um, I think it's really, really difficult again because I think with Twenty Eight Days, I definitely have some nostalgia bias. I have to think about. I have to really think about that. I can't just go straight to. Oh yeah, this is the legend film. I've got to really think about it because Evil Dead Rise was fantastic as well. It was the the, the phrase I usually use with it is it's the most sensory experience I've had watching a horror film hmm. in terms of everything looking good, sounding good not really having to try to enjoy it at all. Yeah. Didn't think really all the acting was fantastic. Um, I would still probably put 28 days later as the marry, just because I think there were elements of filmmaking in that, that I haven't seen since or done as well. And it was all, and, and also I just, I, I think it was the more scary. Mm. Um, certain things like just so I've probably I've talked about it before, but so the moment where the zombie runs towards the sort of where we know the person is, so there's a big light illuminating the room, and then you see a a, a really sharp POV switch to what we suddenly realise is a zombie running towards a window, mm-hmm. and the way they do it is like the lowest frame rate possible, and that and, so, and there's stuff like that. 
and like the the rat tunnel scene and stuff like that. That is just like I think that's what horror is all about. I feel like if you're not scared at horror, it's it's never going to be one of my favorites, even if it's a really good film. Um, so I probably just about go twenty eight days first. Bloody hell! Interesting. Blimey! Is that what you guess I'd do? I don't know. I, I knew you, to be fair. I knew you'd put twenty eight days first. Mm, but I didn't really know what your opinion. Much. Yeah, I didn't know what your opinion of Apostle was, so I couldn't mm. get that. I what only did you ch- think it would be? Because like, you know me well enough now, um, film wise. I did think you'd enjoy. I I don't know. I seemed it seemed like one of those films that you could appreciate, but not massively like. Yeah. It just, okay. It just seemed like that from the outside. Uh, what are you saying, Rory? I was just going to I had chucked Evil Dead Rise in, obviously, because you talked about it a lot, but <clears throat> you gave it a four and a half stars out of five on Letterboxd, and you rarely do that. So I thought it might be challenging 28 days, because I didn't know if that was a five or not for you. I was uh, well, so, uh, it was a bit like Smile, um, Evil Dead Rise, in that it was, it was very... It, it was always going to be capped by the fact that it was a completely standard horror film. Mm. But it was all those elements and all those things that are done inside and outside of the camera, which were basically done with perfection. Yeah. But it was just sort of the format and the um, the um, sort of the stencil that it took, I guess. Mm. Um, whereas sort of 28 Days Later is just, I think at the time, it was basically completely original. Yeah. Uh, so it's sort of... You know, it's the only film I've seen. Twenty eight days and twenty eight weeks is basically unmatched by any. I don't I haven't seen anything that does, um, sort of that kind of zombie and that kind of apocalypse in the same way. Yeah. So you have to go back to that every time. So I get you. That makes sense. Um, okay, right. So for Tom, um, I'll repeat the twenty eight days later shout. Oh, interesting. And it was between quite a few. Because I think I've got Letterbox up somewhere, and I'm looking at all say. your four and a half stars, and there's yeah. so many. In horror, there's only three fives, and there's like ten four and a halves, I think. But I didn't want to do. The, I didn't want to do The Shining, Get Out. I didn't want to do The Lighthouse because I haven't seen it, Fair and enough. I wanted to sort of p- relate. Uh, nope, uh, for the same reason as Get Out. Um, but the other ones I did was Hereditary. Uh, the thing. Um, I also did Evil Dead Rise, and then it. It. Oh, I see. I well, I was going to say I assume the um, new one, but obviously it's a new one because I haven't seen the original. Yeah. Um. Ooh, okay. So starting at the bottom. Can you got to kill one? Type these out because I've already forgotten. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is. I. I um, think out of all the ones we've done, this might be. I won't be. I don't think I'll be able to predict this because I would have thought, yeah. "Oh, Tom's just watched the thing, so that's probably the most likely to be kill." But then he gave it five stars on Letterboxd. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I was kind of. Oh, I mean, I'll get to the thing. I'll get to it. Um, I think I'm gonna have to put Hereditary as kill because okay. I, looking at these other films, I think I just enjoyed them at a core level a bit more. Hereditary is mm-hmm. has the best performance out of all of those, with hands down. Performances, the best two maybe. Yeah, to be fair, what's what's his name's pretty good as well. Whatever his name is, he was in the Naked Alex Brothers Wolf band. Or Wolf. Yeah, that's him, Alex Wolf. 
Um, he's they're both very good. He broke his nose on set, so you got to give it props for that. And mm. ooh, it's probably the scariest of this five, which I know we're doing horror films, and you got to take that into account. But it doesn't mean I preferred it. But I do think it's the scariest. Is Hereditary scarier than Twenty Eight Days Later? I'd for me, I'd say so. I didn't find Twenty Eight Days Later that scary, to be honest. Gory. Wait, sorry. Say again. Do you, um, Tom's talking about Hereditary being the scariest on the list, with Twenty Eight Days Later also there. Um, I know we watched it when we were quite young, but I feel like even now, I don't know. There's something like deeply uncomfortable about Hereditary that the others yeah. don't have. Yeah, like yeah. The, the the psychological element of it is like a different is... type of fear that it taps into that yeah. the others can't. Yeah, I I do the the dinner the dinner table scene. And then also the scene where he, you're basically just staring at Alex Wolf, and you're hearing all the commotion in the background mm. while he's in bed. Mm. Uh, that, those two are like proper scary, but in obviously a different way. Yeah, I think I there's just... there's there's something in like the the discomfort that those films like uh, push upon the viewer, where the others mm. are sort of like it's like not necessarily jump scares, but it's more of like an adrenaline rush because you're 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 so scared of what's in front of yeah. you. Yeah, where this is like tension but tension where you're like uncomfortable because you're because of what you're watching what you're hearing and sort of what the characters are conveying um yeah yeah i don't know it's, it's, think, it's yeah, different it's, that sort of it's the way it makes you feel uncomfortable i think is a much more unpleasant feeling watching a film than just going ah, for like half it lingers and then it, it lingers like more done. yeah it lingers and it's it's the stuff you think about when you're going to sleep mm. and that's i think that I do I, again. I'm giving it a lot of compliments because it is a fantastic film, um, and yeah. But I think I've got to kill it just because it's probably it's probably the one of these I'm least likely to ever go back to. And again, mm-hmm. that's not saying that it's a bad film or anything. It's just probably the one that made me that I watched. It, I'm like, I, I don't need to watch that again. I liked it, and I'm probably not going to watch it again. Um, so that. Um, Avoid probably going to be a bit controversial, but for me personally, twenty eight days later, I will be avoiding. Um, oh, wow. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I think all of these are absolutely fantastic. Um, it might be because it's the one I haven't watched um, for the longest amount of time. I think the last time I watched it was I don't even know when, but a while ago. So maybe I'd, it's the one least in my memory, so I don't remember it well as the others as well as the others so mm. but i do remember enjoying it and i think it's got the best score of all of these um, oh yeah i don't know what it is about zombies but i've never found them to be that scary in film tv or whatever i always find like obviously they are supernatural but i always i found like the supernatural beings and like those unknown entities i find those to be a bit scarier than zombies because i feel like the fear of the unknown is such an important part in horror and making it scary and the fact that throughout the whole of 28 days later you know exactly what it is and you know everything you need to know about them i find that to be less scary than fix something like hereditary and the thing that was in that i suppose it's like but it yes it's almost so for me it would be like the um how close it is to reality that mm. makes it more scary. And then the super, I've always talked about horror films as like, as soon as the supernatural element is introduced, I kind of breathe out. Mm. 
I I like, think, oh, thank God. I, I just remembered it's just a film. I think maybe that's where that's where we differ then, because I think yeah, because you stay you stay things, in a bit more. Yeah, things are bound. Different things are bound to make different people have that visceral reaction. So I guess mm. those are the two different things for us. But yeah, I, I still think it's a fantastic film, but it's just probably the one I. Again, it's probably one I will be less likely to go back to than the other three. You know, you know what's interesting also about that is that that when we watched the Boogeyman and then we watched Smile. Uh, and also when we watched Evil Dead Rise, yeah, you, a lot of your most positive comments were about the design of the the monster. To be fair, and... with the Boogeyman, I wasn't a massive fan of the design. I I liked that it wasn't your standard like monster design for a film like that. I liked that it kind of looked like it could be in the quiet place, and it was mm. a bit alien in the way it des- was designed. But I liked the fact mm. that it was different more than I actually liked the design of it. But you're almost you're still almost still waiting positive, to see what yeah. it looks like. Yeah, that's that's your that's what you kind of sometimes look forward to in horror films. Mm. Whereas I, I've always said, and I don't know where Rory stands on this scale. I always said that the most the most I'm scared by far is when I'm seeing glimpses or seeing like oh, footprints no, yeah. of stuff rather than definitely. It's, um, as, as that's what I said. The fear of the unknown is what gives you that fear like the boogeyman was a lot scarier before you saw it but i like Mm. it when there is that payoff and you do see it and i go yep that's really cool that's that's sort of why paranormal activity blew up for the first time wasn't it because you 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 couldn't see see the thing that was doing what it was doing it was all off camera everything that was scary and that's that's what worked because that's yeah that's a hundred times more scary it's like the uncanny valley thing where humans are scared of things that are slightly similar to just wrong but just just yeah just slightly wrong and you can tell something's off it's just part of our like it's worked into our brain i think that's why it scares everyone so much i never liked the nut like the nun in the conjuring well i liked it in the terms of being scared because i like because it always looked it was the sort of thing that looked like it could have been because it stands still and it looks like something that could have been sort of imagined in the darkness. Mm. So, like, if I'm looking across to my wardrobe, and there's like a sort of a bit of white, mostly black, you know, so you can sort of, sort of imagine things. Yeah, that's mm. that's that's what gets me. It's like it's finding things that we're already a little bit paranoid about when we're like asleep at night, and sort of mm. just zooming in and making it something that's real, turning it into a horror film. Yeah. But, yeah, so you so you were going so you said twenty eight days killing, to avoid. I'm killing hereditary and then avoiding twenty eight days. Mm-hmm. Um, this should be interesting. I'm going to snog it. Um, snog what? It Stephen King's it. Yeah, no, I'm just pulling you. Pennywise the clown. Um, I'm surprised Again. the thing is already so high. This is basically Mate, the first honestly, time you watched it. I'll get to it, but honestly, <laughs> oh dear, it's just it's, I don't know what it is, but I, well, I I will explain what it is. Um, but yeah, it. I think the best parts of this film aren't the horror aspects. It is a really, really, really good sort of like almost coming of age film about a group of young friends dealing with something and I think the best aspects of the film are when those friends are together and like conversing and like planning shit out and Pennywise is a brilliant brilliant addition to that and um, 
Bill Skarsgård is great as Pennywise, and there are a lot of really good scares in that film, a lot of really good designs and just really good scenes. But I think it's if I'm judging them as which horror film I like the most, I can't put it that high because it wasn't... The things I liked the most about it weren't the horror bits. Like it could, if if they took all of that out, I still probably would have enjoyed it as a coming of age film about a group of friends going through puberty or whatever. Um, I don't think it would have made as much sense. It wouldn't have made as much sense, but it, I probably still would have enjoyed it. <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah, Pennywise is great, and the performances are great. Finn Wolfhard is excellent as like the comedic relief. Um, I don't remember any of the other actors' names. I'm sorry, but they're they're all good in it too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I I do. I mean, again, this is. I think I gave it four and a half out of five. It's still an absolutely fantastic film. Um, sequel sort of let it down a little bit. I still enjoy yeah. it, but I know it's not as good. But I think I'd have to put it slap bang in the middle of these. Um, mm. I still think you definitely need to watch it, Henry. I do think. I mean, I'm... I think it. I don't think it's on anything because I think that was among yeah. my options. But then I thought it was on something, and then I looked, and it wasn't. I don't know, on, which is why I went apostle. It's on now TV movies. So oh, yeah, we, well, we, we don't. Yeah, we don't um, have it at the moment, but we might do like a big month blowout or something. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm massively of the opinion that horror films are never as scary if you don't watch them in a cinema. Um, yeah, well, it's probably, it and I sense, saw but then also, I saw it in the yeah. cinema, and it was there were some bits in that that were just absolutely fantastic. Like there's um, I think I saw it with Rory and Joe. Yeah, me, me and Joe saw it. Yeah. We were all scared. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know the the bit that got me that I like I think was the best like jump scare, but just like sort of creepy bit. You know the bit where they were flicking through the cameras and they're going through the picture. And then, like the people oh, yeah. like, flicking, and then like Pennywise just starts appearing in him. That's just yeah. like absolutely fantastic. It's fantastic. like sinister. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, oh, I, I should have included that on Henry's list. Idiot, yeah, Rory. Should have. <laughs> um, I can tell you, it'd have probably been. Was it like, was it like uh, snog in the end? <laughs> um, um, scream, I think. Did I? I think so. In... No, I didn't. Yeah, because bottom smile. was bottom was apostle, and then you put smile as a void. Yeah, you did. You put scream higher. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'd have put I'd have put I'd have put sinister higher just because I was terrified, not because it was like the most insane film, but in terms of horror, it was just like it's the best I've seen horror wise. Um. Yeah. It. I'm kissing Pennywise. Snogging. Yeah, I'm snogging Pennywise, sorry. Um, second? Second, right. And again, this might surprise a few people, but I'm going to put Evil Dead Rise there. Oh, um, my God. Um, so you basically just watched the best horror film you've ever I've, seen. I've watched a film last night, and I can't stop thinking about it. Um, I'll, do, I'll talk a little bit about Evil Dead. Um, Henry's <laughs> talked of it as well. I think we've spoken about it in a podcast before, but just absolutely insane in the best way possible. I think that's the best way for me to describe it. Like it is just so fast, it's so high octane, it barely gives you any time to breathe. And yeah, it's just I like it's that. like pure 
like gory adrenaline hooked straight into your veins. Mm. And it's brilliant. It's like, it's really, really good. Again, I don't think it's very scary. It made me wince more than it made me go like, ah, I'm not afraid of that. Um, but it made me wince because of how like, it doesn't shy away from anything. And it's just like, oh god, I would hate for that to happen to me. It's it's it like it looked at all the like, it sort of got every single gory moment and went, what would give people the worst reaction? And it did it fantastically. Um, mm. Great performances as well. Um, just an absolutely brilliant film. Um, but I'm gonna have to marry the thing. Um, Wow. I already, I already knew that it was one of the, like the most, the high, the most highly like respected, fi- like not even just horror films, but just films of all time. Like it's a Carpenter classic. Um, I've seen scenes from it as well, like the use of um, practical effects and all of that. And I think the practical effects in it are absolutely fantastic. But I don't think I've ever seen a film tackle like tension mistrust and paranoia as well as that film does like it's it's it kind of made me laugh how quickly in the film they figure out that what they're dealing with is like mimics things like they see a dog become like a mimic well no they see a dog like do something weird and then like it it explodes and turns into this big creature which looks fantastic and incredibly quickly they're like we're dealing with something that can mimic other p- things perfectly. And I was just like, that's a bit quick, but I guess I needed to, to push the story along. Um, <laughs> but it's the way it goes from there and just div- um, dissolves into just pure anxious paranoia is so fantastic. And just whoever's idea it was probably Carpenter to put them in the middle of Antarctica on this like thing in the middle of a massive storm where they can't leave and can't do anything is just amazing. And um, like the plot is they this different group of like Antarctic explorers um, from Norway find a massive like spaceship buried underneath the ice and they find this block of ice that has this creature in it that you don't see the creature when it's in the ice and it was just been frozen there for thousands of years and mm. when they find it it melts and well when they find it they get it out of the ice and then that's when it starts doing all this so part of the idea of the film is that they kind of need to figure out which of them are this like mimic and which of them are the real people otherwise the thing will get out and go home and go to no go to like America and just infect everyone. Or if they don't have enough time and it doesn't get picked up, it will just go in the ice again until someone else finds it. Mm. And it's just throughout the film, there's just so much brilliant scenes of just like it, I was on the edge of my bed. I wasn't on a chair or anything, but I was on the edge of my bed, just like this is fantastic. And, <laughs> I was thinking of it as well. I don't think I've ever seen a film like it. Like, it is one of the most original films. It's not massively scary. I think the best parts of any, like, fear come from the tension and the mistrust. It doesn't have, like, massively scary moments. It's got a couple jump scares, but, like, maybe, like, two. Um, But it's... I've never seen a film like it. It's just... 
one of the most original films, and I, I can't think of any film that has a similar story or has tried to copy it, or if I have, or if they have films like that, I don't know them, and I've never seen them. Yeah. It's just I I gave it four and a half originally, but then I sat there for like another ten minutes and thought of it. I'm just one. I think that's one of the most perfect, like like older films as well that I've seen, like films from the eighties or like older horrors. I think it's just one of the most perfect ones I've seen. Um, just because I think it's funny, my trend with older films. Do you think I'd like it? Um, to be, I, I sometimes, not all the time. I sometimes do agree with you. Um, that older films are rated highly just for the fact that they did things first. Mm. And I do agree with that sometimes. But I did not feel this film was dated in any way. Mm. Like I thought the way they acted, the writing, the look of it as well for 1982, the look of it looked fantastic. I'm not, I mean, I love practical effects and practical designs and I thought the creature and moments with the creature were absolutely fantastic, but I think that's probably the bit you'd like the least, but everything else about it was just brilliant. Okay. I mean, I, I think um, on Letterbox it's the fourth highest rated um, horror film on there, or something well, like that. Oh, I was going to say, four, I thought it might be fourth in total. You said that. No, no, not not of all films. Just, I think just of uh, all horror ones. I think I, I, I don't. I don't want to start a topic about across the Spider Verse because mm-hmm. I think we'd just be here for too long. So just maybe we touch on the fact that that we we uh, we've all seen that now. Tom's yeah. seen it twice. I have. Uh, and it was it was extremely good, and I think it improved yeah. massively. I've talked a lot about how I think the first one might have been a tad overrated, and I think this one sort of it kind of had all the things that I think maybe the first film didn't have mm-hmm. too much of. And also, I like the fact that it's part one. A lot of people are talking about how uh, oh, it feel cheated almost because it's not a full circle. But yeah, having films that. that end in a full circle, it, it kind of it means it has to follow. Uh, uh, scripts a little bit more, a bit of the mm. trends. So it was quite nice to see a film just keep going until it had to, had to stop yeah. at a certain point. It kind of positioned where the story is going to go pretty perfectly as well. Yeah. Like you had the the three sort of, I don't mm. want to say factions because one of them is just one person, yeah. but like the three forces that are going to be against each other for the next film. They've all been set up and we know about them well. So yeah. it should it should work. Um, I don't get people getting annoyed at stuff like that as well because films have like it's, it was a film that was designed to be part of a trilogy. It's not like they're just baiting their way into a sequel. They clearly had a story that they knew Ooh. needed to be in three parts, and they, the films have been doing that for ages, like Star Wars. And they don't. Mm. Um, Empire Strikes Back ends very similarly on a cliffhanger like that, and but people yeah. don't care about that one. Like films have been having part ones for ages. I don't get why anyone would be annoyed at it. Because this one because it's because it's more it's more confident about the fact that yeah. they'll they know they're not gonna struggle getting a renewal. That's for well, another well, film. They've already it's coming out next year. They're already well in to production of it. I don't, it's just it, people don't people don't like the fact that there's absolutely no conclusion to it because they feel yeah. like because they feel like they have they've been cheated. That's but so again, like the Pope's Exorcist, for example, which is something like I saw recently that no one else will have seen here. Um, it basically just sort of ended with, 
oh, and these two are walking away together. And it's like, oh, they could probably go and do more adventures. <laughs> probably, but you have that sort of probably about you, like, oh, yeah. they're trying to just make people sort of ask people. It's almost like a little open question, isn't it? Like, would you watch more? <laughs> would you come and see us again? And to, Me, to which the answer was a resounding probably not. No, probably probably not. Yeah. I like <laughs> we're um we're also in the the lowest attention span generation, which I don't think helps because yeah. yeah. they have to concentrate on it for two and a half hours, and then they're like, oh, got to do that again now in seven That's, months. As well, like Infinity War, I think that is the like the epitome of well, this is definitely getting another one, and there's no two ways. And it was the best. It. Yeah, exactly. Best film of its era as well. Yeah. Um, uh, also, you know, I like the Prowler theme. Yeah, the, the new one. Yeah. Also, like yeah. this, um, the story does end on a cliffhanger, but I think Gwen and um, Miles both get completed arcs in that film alone. And they both yeah. go through a lot in that film alone, which in itself is a conclusion of some description. Mm. Um, but I mean, I'll probably talk to you two about this another time because I could go on for it for ages. But rewatching the first one after seeing the second one and then seeing things on Twitter, you can see even five years ago when they did that one, how clear of a plan that they had. Oh, yeah. I thought that. Like, there is so much in the first one that is hinting at things that mm-hmm. get revealed in the second one. And you can tell that they had a clear plan for what they wanted to do throughout the whole three films. And I think that's part of the reason why it works so well and why other trilogies, um, <coughs> Star Wars, um, the newer ones, haven't worked so well because they didn't have a plan from film to film. They sort of just did their own thing. But this they- one, you can see they have a clear plan. They did have a plan, but then they stopped the plan when people, some people didn't like Last Jedi, so they just yeah. changed it, which is fucking stupid. That still pisses me off. I don't I feel like think. Ryan Ryan Johnson definitely could have done yeah. something really cool with that last film. I don't know why they didn't just keep the same director and writer for the first, for all three of them instead of switching things up for the second one. Crowd pleasing, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, I guess. I, I always find it. I always get as someone who de- never watched those later films. I always find it really um, confusing how it's called. I know it's not. I know, I know it's like that doesn't really mean anything, but just instinctively, it's called the Last Jedi, and it's the second last film of the trilogy. Mm. Well, the, the part of me thinks, oh, oh, so the third, oh, so there's no Jedi's in the third film. I, I, I could go into why he called it the Last Jedi if you want, but we'd hear. No, nah, no, nah, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on fifteen minutes already, blimey. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks for coming to Smack Horror Films. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, there's no which um, horror films you'd smack. Our jingle, yeah, our jingle should be playing around about now. So, doogie. No, it's not it. We I actually got a real one. Oh. So, bye bye. Cheers for coming, lads. Bye. I mean, and lasses and everyone. <laughs>